three, two, one. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to You Don't Know Me Yet. This is episode 77. I'm Brett Meese, your host, as always. We're just jump. We're back in the library. We're just jumping right into things. <sighs> New angle, <laughs> as you can tell. I I wanted. Okay, so let me get into this. So like last week, uh, so last week I was I recorded something that you you guys are never going to see the light of day. It's it's being deleted. Well, it's not going to be deleted. It's going to be archived. But I actually had a guest speaker on last week, um, in the library, and. Uh, we tried a different setup, right? And I didn't like how it turned out. Like vi visually, it didn't look good. And I also didn't like um, the audio didn't turn out good. There's a lot of things. He, he, he really was the guinea pig. And I'm going to get him back here in like probably two or three weeks or whatever. Eventually, he'll, we'll, we'll get him back on the show. So, uh, yeah. So even, even right now, I'm like trying to get comfortable in this new, this new position. So when I did it... I originally wanted to um, like film this show out to the library like we normally do. And then when I do with guests, I would film it towards the window. But I thought today I would just film it towards the window. And like, because there's a lot of stuff in here. Maybe I'll do like a behind the scenes picture of the library or like a little video so you can see all the things that are in this little making space right now. Um, so I just was like moving stuff around. I'm like, okay, I, I got the thing laid out because I have a guest today, or today. Um, and I just wanted to try this position out. I think it's a little different. You guys, <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like I live out in the middle of the country because we got this big ass green ass barn back here, but I don't, I live in the city. That, but out here where this, this library is in particular is kind of still, how do I describe it? It's like rural. It's old, old school rural because it is being built up around here. Like this area is Rymel Road. If you're from Hamilton or you're in the area and you've, you've been here, you know the history of this place. Like this used to be the country, borderline of the country to the city was this road. And it's finally starting to get built up after like as long as I've lived here. So you still get barns like this that are around. But this barn here, um, that's the city's barn. And it's full of salt for snow removal. So all the snow removal stuff goes, uh, comes up here and gets the salt. It's a salt barn. There's no animals in it, just salt. Yeah, there's a little, a little history for you guys. But uh, so, yeah, I don't know. If you guys like this like new look, this new angle, I have a desk here. Um, I have a desk in front of me right now. And like I have this like I kind of just want to like lean lean on it a little bit. And I got my laptop in front of me, so it's, you don't see like like you get to see it back here. Like the desk is right there. This is desk. So I got this like weird like little bit of a, like a, I'm like I have this like lean in here now. Or I'm like, let me tell you some shit. Like I feel like I'm about to like like just hit you with some knowledge, some wisdom. And the the uh, my camera is picking up the lighting a little bit weirder because there's a, the pot lights behind me, but natural light behind me. So it's a thing right now. I don't know if I need to bring a secondary light to wash me in more light. Uh, I own all that stuff. And actually, there's one right here. There's like three giant floodlights right here. I could set them up later. But you know what? It's a, it's a process. <laughs> As always, you guys have been with this with me for 77 episodes. You know that <laughs> I'm still learning shit every single time I do an episode. And... Uh, 
that's the fun of it, man. So for all you guys out there who are like, oh, Brett, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do things. I don't blah, blah, blah. It's like, just do it. <laughs> that's all I can say is just fucking do it. I didn't mean to swear there, but I, I need the emphasis in that. It's like, just do it, man. You have a phone. Oh, <laughs> look, I'm, I, almost, I almost like messed up my audio again because I'm using this. I actually have professional audio equipment right over there, but I'm still learning to use it. And that was like, I'm still learning to use it. That, that's what this like episode is going to be all about is like learning. <laughs> it's all it is, dudes. We just keep learning. Um, at least I do. So, and I'm like, I'm, like, I just try to, I just do it, man. So you guys can do it too. It's not hard. I don't even worry about followers or anything like that. I know people are out there like, oh, like, what's the point of content, right? It's the, like, we make content, like, at least I look at it, like, I make content for me and for you guys and for fun, and if you guys are enjoying the content, then I, like, I, then I, like, I'm always enjoying it, but I like when you guys are liking it, and it's like, okay, like, this is like this weird, like, give and take relationship between the content and, like, making it, but still, in the end, at the end of the day, I'm the one who's, like, I'm booking the rooms. I'm, I'm getting the guests, I'm doing the work, I'm, I'm reading the articles, I'm like trying to push, push things together. I just have a fun time. <laughs> I can't wait for like when we're like 10 years into this or 15 years into this and it's like a proper comedy show. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to is when I just come on and I just riff for half hour to an hour about bullshit and just work on bits and stuff and just make you guys laugh. I look forward to that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm working towards. Every single episode that I'm doing is me working towards that point when you guys come to you don't know me yet and you're like, oh, we're going to laugh today. Like, I know you're laughing a little bit here and there, but it's not like I'm not working out my, I'm not working bits. I'm not complaining about things. Well, I'll never complain about it. I don't have anything really to complain about except for Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons, man. Oh, Tim Hortons. Oh. So like, okay, maybe, okay, maybe this will be a bit, I don't know yet. <laughs> this is part of the show. This is part of the show. It's like literally you guys get like, this is the show. It's like, here's my tech updates of how I'm trying to figure this shit all out. And now let's get into the funny sections of it, which is me trying to figure out bits and make you guys laugh. This is that section. Now we're into that section. Maybe we have like a little trailer cut being like tech segments over. Man, I'm buttoned down a little low. I'm showing a little extra chest skin today. Watch out, boys. Watch out, girls, ladies, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello. This is like Savage Hour with Brett. How you doing? Welcome to the islands. <laughs> I think I actually figured out how to comb my beard. I'm doing this like new look where it's just like I quaff it up now. I just push it up and it just looks fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm just going with this crazy look. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck putting in the bomb and the oil. I'm just like, let's just push it upwards and just like let it like caress, like crown my face a little bit. Let's just try that out and see how it looks. It gives me that whole like complete lion's mane kind of look that I'm going with. Because like I don't mind brushing it down, but I got a barrel chest. So like when I like, it like pushes itself up naturally. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just let it go naturally. And I'm kind of liking it. Kind of liking it a little bit more now I figured out how to brush it. I don't know if the ladies like it, but you know what? I like it. <laughs> so let's just get in with Tim Hortons for a minute here because I'm going to talk about the cereal. And okay, <sighs> I don't know, guys. I've been going to Tim Hortons for pretty much my whole life. 
forever. Like, forever, man. I've been to the original Tim Hortons, the first Tim Hortons ever made on Earth. I've been there multiple times, sat at the diner. Well, actually, they didn't have diners back then. They were like, well, they were like diners. You could smoke in these Tim Hortons back in the day. And, like, the quality was there. It's like almost like cigarette smoke added to the quality of the coffee and the donuts. I don't know. It was like a hidden ingredient. Everything was made fresh back in the day. Like, this is, we might get philosophical and funny at the same time. I don't know how this is turning out yet, guys. But, like, it's like back in the day, we used to make donuts. Tim Hortons only used to be coffee and donuts at, at one point in time. Actually, I think it only used to just be coffee, and then they did donuts. Like, I think that that's how the order was, right? So it just used to always be a coffee and donut shop to me. And then over the years, like in the 2000s, they started doing bagels and stuff. And then that just opened the floodgates, right? But like back in the day, we used to make shit by hand, like scratch. Like donuts were made by hand. That's why there was only so many donuts, right? Because there's only so many, like, they only had so many donuts, like flavors back then. We weren't. There was no such thing as monster donuts and these crazy donut contraptions that aren't even donuts. We used to just have good old school classic donuts like Dutchies, Walnut Crunch, Old Fashioned Glaze. Like, I don't even think there was an Old Fashioned Glaze back then, you know? There was like just, it was a, a very limited donut palette, but it was like freshly made donuts every day. And um, it's like we lost that, man. Because like, I go to Tim Hortons today. And I've met, I think I've had this conversation on Twitter with a couple of people too, where it's just like, we've kind of lost this like, like, I think because we wanted to cut, cut, cut costs to raise efficiency. I don't know if efficiency, I don't, like, I'm not the smartest guy, guys, when it comes to some of these ideas and theories I have. Don't, so don't quote me on it. But it's like, it seems like back then we used to like make shit from scratch and it was healthier. But we knew it was we knew it was a treat. Like we knew a donut was a treat, and we treated it as such. But we still it was still healthier ish because it was made from scratch. So there's like no preservatives, preservatives and shit like that in it. It was like what a donut gets is what a donut gets, you know. So now it's like we live in this modern world where everything's made from a bucket. <laughs> like it's just slop. Like it's. None of the bakers that are there are actual bakers. They're just professional timekeepers. Like, they just put the donuts in and set a timer and turn away. Like, I could set an oven and turn a timer on and just walk away. Like, that's a robot. That's almost, we're one step away from a robot just handling that job. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how far it got whittled down from a skilled position of actually being a baker and making dope shit with your hands and baking things and knowing how to do it down to the point of, Grab it out of the bucket, plop it on the tray, and put it in the the oven wave. I think they're like there's not even a microwave. The oven wave, and then just bang, done. Pull it out and put it out. You know, there's no skill in that. You can't even call yourself a baker. I think bakers should be mad about that. That that position should be professional heater upper. <laughs> That's what that job is. That's a heater upper job. It's no baking. And like, here's the thing too with Tim Hortons, man. I don't know about you guys, but like work quality seems to be shit. <laughs> like I feel like, and I get it. No one really wants to work hard anymore. Not like it used to be. Like it's like, oh, a job actually meant something. Nowadays, a job is just like, why are we here? Why are we doing this shit? It's like a weird. It's I don't know, man. There's no like 
pride in your work. Because every time I go to the lo my local Tim Hortons, me and my dad laugh about it because I, I'll go and order, I get the food and stuff, and we're like, we, we, we almost guarantee they've never made our order right ever. It's just like it's a game that we play with them where it's like, yo, maybe they'll do it correctly, maybe not. And it's usually a maybe not. <laughs> Usually it's a maybe not. And like even today, like today I ordered a, my like a farmer's wrap with a hash brown and a coffee. And um, they said, hey, we don't have no hash browns left. We, like we're all out of hash browns. It's 8 a.m. in the morning. It's prime breakfast time. No hash browns at 8 a.m. in the morning? <sighs> Dudes, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. But it's like, so they didn't give me a hash brown. I had to get a donut. And there was no hash brown in my farmer's wrap. And I'm just like, why'd you give me the farmer's wrap? Like, why? <laughs> it's just, uh, it's bullshit. I know, I'm going on this weird rant with Tim Hortons right now. But it's like, it almost seems like, 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 I don't know, man. I just want them to do a better job before robots take over. Like, I almost feel like robots could do every single position at Tim Hortons with no problems. And no one would have a job at Tim Hortons. Like straight up, I could just I could just see that happening. The only the only human interaction I would like is someone at the teller, like just at, like taking my order. I think that's that's the future work for humans is just being that human f interface that's at the, the teller and just to greet you because I think humans still want to talk to humans until we get robots down, like synthetic robots down. Until that, we'll still need a greeter of sorts. <laughs> so that's the future, man. Dudes, once robots take over, we're, we're, we're going to have no work. <laughs> Even Tim Hortons. Like, honestly, you can't tell me we can't make a robot that can literally grab a coffee and just pour it and then put it in my hand. I saw robots opening doors and doing backflips. Like, I think we can make a robot do Tim Hortons jobs, like, no matter what. Like, I think, yeah, that's crazy. That's really crazy. I don't know what this podcast is about, guys. <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, I have no clue. So I tried the Tim Hortons cereal. I tried the Tim Hortons cereal, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It didn't taste like the donut to me. I tried the chocolate glazed one. I like chocolate glazed donuts in general. They're nice. They remind me of the good old school walnut crunch. But uh, actually, they don't really have the walnut crunch taste to it now that I think about it. This the... Uh, that do double chocolate donut that they have. Anyways, I had their donut glazed uh, Timbit. It just tasted like cereal. <laughs> yeah, like it tastes like cereal I've had. Not Cocoa Puffs, but yeah, definitely like the Nest Nestle Quick one and Count Chocula. Like it had that, or uh, Cocoa Pebbles, even though it was, wasn't the same shape as, yeah, was it the same shape as Cocoa Pebbles? I can't remember. It's like, yeah, it's like that ilk of cereal styling and someone did mention uh, uh, Cocoa Puffs to me and, and it was just like, oh yeah, I've had this cereal. There's nothing special to it. Didn't even taste like the donut or the glaze. It was just sugar. Oh, it was just so sugary too. But I enjoyed it. But at the same time, it wasn't like the donut because I actually bought a box of donuts, Timbits, to kind of match up the flavoring. And I was like, oh, they're not even close. They're not even close. Just not even close. This, you know what? The vibe has changed because of this desk. It's like I got this like nice, I like this lean I got right now, but now I feel like I'm a little too serious with the lean. 
<laughs> it's like, I feel like I've just gotten a little too serious with this lead. It's just like, hmm, you know, shit happens, man. Shit happens. You know, fuck the world, man. We're, we're fucked. We, you know, if we can't get to outer space and, like, get to Mars, man, we're fucked down here. Like, that's the funny thing, too. It's like, what do you think about it? Like, everybody wants to go to Mars, but, like, you know you have to work when you get to Mars. Like, it's not just going to be, like, vacation time to Mars. <sighs> See? Everything's turning so serious with this lean. This is, <laughs> this is the lean episode. We're just, yeah, man, the world sucks. We're going to space. Elon Musk released a new album or a track called, like, what was it called? Believe in Yourself. Don't Doubt Yourself. What was that song called? Did you, hold on. I got my laptop out for a reason, boys. Got it out. Elon Musk song. It's called... What was it called? Oh, yeah. Don't Doubt Your Vibe. Uh, I listened to it. It made me laugh because it's just like an old school trance track. Um, for those old school cats that like, used to like listen to trance. And I'm just like, and it's just saying, don't doubt your vibe. And it's like, come on, Elon, <laughs> don't doubt your vibe. All right, cool, man. I don't know why people think it's a banger, though. Like, it's not. It's just a nice, catchy little tune that maybe, like, maybe it's going to be put in all... That would be hilarious if that's going to be the theme song for, like, when you open your Tesla in the future. It'd be, like, playing Elon Musk music. Oh, man, that's not a good idea. Or, like, traveling to Mars listening to it. Like, just, like, don't doubt your vibe. Oh, man, what's that song? Oh, man. Oh, what is that song called? I can't remember. There's a different song in my head now. It's Gotta Be Love. It's like a, uh, it's a whistle song, too, in it. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. I, can't, I can't think of it. It's stuck in my head, though. Ah, oh, is it love? What is it? Oh man, that song's gonna bug me now. There's like a, uh, is it love? I think it's called. If I think it's, I uh, don't, I can't play it, but it's, that's not the song. Oh man, that's gonna bug me. It's gonna bug me a lot now, cause it's like this old school. It's a really good track too. It's like a dance track, and it's just like this dude who's like you know talking about love the earth and shit. I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's like a 2016 track, too. Oh, shoot. I hate when my I can, like, sing, feel the song in my head, and then, like, I can't remember who it is. That bugs me sometimes because it's like, oh, my God, you're right in there, dude. Get it. But the knowledge just doesn't want to come to me right now. I think it's because of this lean. I think it's because of this lean. I, this lean, hmm. I think the next episode I'm going to try is put the desk in front of me. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to try different variations, guys. I even got the chair on a weird, like, I don't think you can see it because I'm massive. I just blot out the sun. But, like, I got this chair here, too, and it's on a lean. So I can, like, lean this way and be like, hmm, interesting. I feel like I'm in a boardroom meeting right now. Just like, I don't like your proposal. <laughs> send, me some, send me some better documents. Try again, Johnson. Try again. Yeah, we got to fix this. We got to fix this. This is probably going to be one of those episodes that you guys will watch, and it's just going to be like six episodes, six people watching this one. It's, we'll figure it out. <sighs> oh, shit. Yeah, Kobe died. <laughs> That's weird. That was a weird transition. He crashed. That, that, 
that whole thing made me think a lot about comedy. Um, yeah, because like I made my tweet. I made a tweet. You guys saw the tweet, and then I deleted the tweet. And I like I was thinking about it a lot after after the fact because I made my tweet before. Like I saw the the initial release of the news where it was like, yeah, man, Kobe Kobe crashes crashed in a plane, a uh, uh, helicopter, and I was like, oh shit. Then I had a joke idea, and it made me sit there and I'm like, ah, okay, I'm gonna put this out there because I thought I was happy with it because I was like, oh man, all my because I I've been writing a lot more and just I, the tweet like it just came to me as like, oh, this is gonna be a good tweet. This is a good joke. I thought it was solid. And so I put it out there and I had a couple comments say, hey, his his kid was in there and I didn't see that. So then like news came out, daughter stuff was in, involved in the crash. So I deleted it, right? Respectable thing to do, gone. Um, and then I thought about it for like a couple days afterwards, like just like, I don't make fun of the dead in general. And I was just like, why did I do that? And I sat with it for a bit. I was like, why did I rush to make a tweet or like even I put it on Facebook too. It's like, why did I rush to make this joke and put it out into reality, like into the ethos of the world to see? And it was mostly because I was proud that I was able to come up with a joke that I thought was really tight. And it was like, oh, this is tight. Like it's something like I was like, oh, I actually wrote something tight within a dot, like a like boom, it came to me. It was like, was I writing this? Like, was I putting this out there out of pride, or was I putting this out there as like, oh yeah, look how dope I am, like as a little bit of like gloating in a way, like oh, I got the best tweet or the best dis, like the best joke tweet, and it was like, oh yeah, like in the other element too, I was like sitting there thinking about it. it was like, am I just doing this just to get like more followers on Twitter. So it's like, you guys are like, oh shit, Brett dropped this good tweet. Let's follow him some more. And it's just like a whole bunch of things like rolled up. Like, yeah, I do post a lot of stuff on my Twitter for people to follow me to laugh and enjoy and have a good time. I make this content for you guys to laugh and enjoy, think and like have a good time. So it's like, I was just going through like this little bit of like two to three day, like just like mental thought process of like, why? And like the responsibility that we have as like, I'm not a public figure in the same aspect as a lot of the top tier comics are, but you know what? I still have a following and it's still like you have a responsibility to be funny, be thought provoking, but also be very sympathetic and like, think about things like, and that all comes down to your style of comedy, right? Like I, you guys know I'm a chill dude. I'm having a good time and having fun and laughing it up. And it's like me taking picking on the dead is not a character trait of me at all, period. I'd never do it. So I was like, I was like really shocked at myself. So I had some good self-reflection of just like, why did I do that? And it, it, yeah, we won't be seeing much of that ever again. <laughs> it was just like, it was just like, I did it for recognition of doing a good joke when really it's like, Nah, we don't need to do that, you know, like, or at least like, yeah, we don't need to do that. That's not how we get, that's not how we do jokes, period. I'd rather talk about sex and bullshit and like stupid shit that happens in my life, not about the dead. There's no need to jump on that. So it was, a, it was, a, you know, I'm glad I did what I did. 
I am glad that I did what I did because I learned from it. And like I think that's a key thing is like you do stupid shit. You do stupid shit, you reflect on stupid shit, and then you're just like, oh, that was stupid shit. I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to take a different route next time by like not even participating, you know? Yeah. So it was like, it was really, thanks, Kobe, for that reflection, reflective moment. Sorry for your lo the loss to the world. And like, I like Kobe too. That's the thing. Like, as a basketball fan, I am a fan of the sport. I'm a fan of Kobe. I remember growing up watching Kobe and like him being compared to Jordan and all that jazz. And like, yeah, there was a part of me, I like, like the whole him and Shaq beef and stuff like that, where it's just like, like when Shaq won a trophy and Kobe didn't, he's like, hey, Kobe, how does my ass taste? Or what's it taste? How's my ass taste? I think that's a, that was his Shaq's rap lyric. You can look back on it, on the Shaq versus Kobe rap lyrics. And I'm pretty sure in the beef lyric, he's like, hey, Kobe, how does my ass taste? I think it's, the thing is, oh, I can't remember how the, the context of it, but I believe Shaq was at like a private party and he hit the mic and he was just doing like a freestyle and he came out and was like, hey, Kobe, how does my ass taste? And it's like, that's when he won. I can't remember when he, I think he won a championship with, some, oh, who did he win that championship with? I can't remember right now. But it's like when he left the Lakers to, and he won a championship. I believe that's how it worked because they were having like drama, obviously. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, like growing up and like being a part of that whole world and stuff, like not being a part of it as in being there, but being like an offshoot of it. And back when I used to believe in like sports tribalism and stuff, it's like, oh, my team's the Spurs, fuck all you guys and all that shit. It's like, and like used to shit on the athletes. It's like, oh, you're not as good as Tim Duncan and blah, blah, blah. When really like Kobe, Kobe Bryant was like one of the best damn players to ever play the game. Same with LeBron. And like even that, I like, I've... Uh, even that, like, I used to remember I shit on LeBron. I'm like, fuck LeBron. He's not even near as good as Jordan. And I remember, like, two or three years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. All these sports athletes are amazing athletes. It's like, well, how can I shit on them? They, they, like, they're the best fucking players on earth at this given point in time. And sure, there's probably going to be another cat that's going to come up that might be better than LeBron. Like, it's going to happen. And it's like... These are amazing athletes that are playing for our entertainment and we sit around and shit on them. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. <sighs> so stop doing that, guys. Fuck, fuck sports teams, tribalism shit. Enjoy the game. Like, I love the Spurs. That's my team. But I don't love them in the sense where I'm like, oh, fuck all the other teams. I do, I do fuck around with the Raptors because my good friend Steve, he, he's such a diehard Raptor fan. I just like to bug him a little bit that they suck. But they're a good team. Everyone's good. Like, we're in the era of sport where everyone is so dope. There's not even, like, a dope, like, a shitty dude on the bench, like it's just like that's where the level of athleticism is at right now in 2020. It's like everyone is dope on the team. Like think of that. <laughs> like think about that. Everyone is dope on the team, man. That's like it's a, it's unheard of sports. Like like just athleticism right now. It's so dope. They're so dope. So shout out to Kobe. Still teaching lessons beyond the grave, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking crazy when you sit down and think about it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I actually learned something from this whole ordeal. Which is good. And hopefully we just keep on learning, man. That's what this whole episode's about. We're just going to call this the knowledge episode. Because I got this knowledge lean. It's the lean, man. I think if I lean, the knowledge comes out. But if I'm up here, 
we're just having fun. We don't need to be serious when you're free floating off the desk. But when you're on the lean, it's like, yeah, we're pond. And like the weather, the nature's behind me too. I think it's changed my, changed my vibe, you know? I'm just like, yeah. So this note, I should never do a podcast in the forest because it's just going to be deep thoughts. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back with Twitter questions. We got two. I'll be right back with you. All right. Peace. Well, why am I doing peace? I'm coming right back. I'll be back. Here comes the fade. <laughs> Welcome back from the fade. Here's the first Twitter question. We only got one. And it is from our, our friend Sonia. She says that she sends it out. Is it too late to toss in an improv? Yes or no? Do you do it? Would you? Do you ever go to improv shows? That is the question. Thank you, Sonia. And okay, I. I, how can I, I like, I like improv. Like I, I grew up, every, like everybody in Canada, whose line is it? Or down in America, North America, whose line is it? Loved it. Loved that stuff. Um, I was in drama class, so we did, we did improv all the time. Um, as an adult, male, <laughs> just chilling around in the cosmic universe, I have been to improv classes. I haven't been in, in a while. Um, I used to go to the improv class down in Hamilton, downtown, at uh, the Staircase Theater on Mondays at, is it 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock? They have an improv class there. And it's just a drop-in. You drop like 5 bucks on it or 10 bucks, whatever they want. And uh, it's like an hour, and you just do improv stuff. And I did it. I, I was doing it. I was doing it whenever I couldn't book a gig on a Monday. I was just like, oh, this is just something different to do, just to kind of, um, just for stage time. <laughs> it's really how I was looking at it at the time. I just wanted to get on stage and just perform. Um, and so I did it and I enjoyed it. I did, I think I did pretty good at, at the improv portion of it. Um, I haven't been back in probably a year. Because I, th yeah, there's a story behind why I haven't gone back, which is it's a weird story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I should go back. It's it's all because of a girl. That's why I didn't go back. But we didn't nothing bad. Let me think. Okay, <laughs> now that I say it. Okay, so what happened was, I was talking with one of the improvers. Right, we were just chatting. I was like, hey, do you want to hang out? At this time, I was dating someone. Um, my longtime girlfriend of the time. And I was like, hey, do you want to hang out? But I'm so used to just hanging out with people that, and like at the time, like my girlfriend at the time, she was totally fine with me just going to hang out with people, going to have a drink with like friends and meeting up with people and just hanging out and getting to know people. That's how I live my life. I travel around, I get to know people, I want to hang out. I'm not trying to date anyone and like do shit like that. I just want to get to know people and hang out. Um, especially back at that time in life, cause I was with someone I'm like right now, sure. If I'm going to hang out with people, let's, you know, let's do what we want to do. But like back then when I was not single, it was like, Hey, I'm just hanging out with people to like, get to know you, hang out, have a good time. So I'm talking to this, with this person and it was just normal conversations in my opinion. I wasn't trying to like pick her up or anything like that. And I was just, I just wanted to get to know the person. So I'm like, Hey, do you want, let's just go get a drink and hang out and just chat and like talk about improv and stand-up comedy and stuff like that. And I told her, I, and I mentioned I have a girlfriend. I said it to her. And I was like, yeah, like my girl, like my girlfriend didn't even need to be, like I didn't have to confirm or anything like that. I just mentioned I had a girlfriend and it turned the whole like conversation weird because I think she thought I was trying to 
like pick her up or like do like be like you know take her on a date and that wasn't my intention at all <sighs> and it just got awkward and we haven't talked since and i haven't gone back to improv since and it was just like ah, that sucks but i should go back to improv sometime because i'm pretty sure the waters the waters have healed because i was not trying to lead on anyone if like man i had like i have a lot of friends who are women so it's just like i'm just used to that world of just being friends with women. Yeah, I guess it's not a common thing though. <laughs> I guess it's not a common thing, I guess. So yeah, that kind of fucked up the my improv life for a couple, and then I also moved around a little bit too. But yeah, I liked improv. I think everyone, I think everyone should do improv, especially if they're um, nervous about public speaking. Um, I think it really helps bring a little extra confidence to you because with improv, you it's like it it's it it's all about like being weird or not being weird for being weird. It's like having fun, getting out of your comfort like your comfort zone, and like thinking outside of the box. It really helps with the like like just boom 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 like talking off like riffing, just getting it off the cuff. Really helpful there, and it just helps build confidence standing in front of strangers and talking and acting silly or um, like just trying to move your body and like get to know you. It's, it's, I think it's a really good, um, like what's the word? It's a really good like, I can't even think of the word right now. Practice, I think it's just something good that you should do. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> I can't think of the word. There's a proper word for this. I need to read more books. I'm in the library. I should be reading more. So I think you should do it. I love it. I like, I don't go to improv shows though. That was part of your question. I don't think I go to improv shows I, because I'm, I, yeah, I haven't been to an improv show. I've gone to the classes and performed improv, but I've never been in an improv troupe or gone to a show that's exclusively improv. Hmm. I should do that. I've, I haven't done that. I'm surprised I haven't gone to an improv show. I'm going to, I'm going to put that on my to-do list for 2020. Brett's going to an improv show. It's happening. Thank you, Sonia, for the question and giving me an idea of what to do in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm I'll go check an improv show. I know exactly where to go. So maybe, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll do a couple tiers of improv shows, like professional, like traveling troupe worldwide. And then I'll do like some low tier, like, like uh, I don't know what to call them. Level one, entry level. And then see, see the difference. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of the questions because <laughs> I got one in. So I'm th very thankful for that. Um, this has been a very interesting episode of <laughs> thoughtful. It's because of the lean. I'm calling this episode the lean. It makes no sense unless you watch it because you're going to know, like, I got this weird lean on right now. And that's it. I think I think that's the end of the episode, guys. So, on that note, come back for episode 78, subscribe, like, follow me, all that fun stuff. Leave comments below, interact with me, I will talk back to you, I always do. And, yeah, we'll be back next week, or even sooner than that, I don't know. <laughs> this is a horrible ending. <laughs> horrible ending. Uh, you know the drill, guys. Go out there, have fun. 
go on adventures, meet new people, and like just just enjoy life because you know that's all we got is one we got one trip that we know of. And the guest, my guest speaker's here now. He's trying to bust in the room. <laughs> Damn it! He's making noise. I'll be back, guys. See you next week. Peace.